Today I don't feel like being president. I just wanna sit on my couch. I'm gonna turn on Fox and Friends and eat a bowl of M&M's. Cause today I don't feel like being president. Uh, Gonna pick my phone up and stare at the screen Open up Twitter, tweet out something really mean No one's gonna tell me I can't Okay No Post to tweet about Stacey Abrams that really insults her Flip to CNN and I'll pop an Elka-Seltzer Cause Burp. in the White House I'm the freaking man Okay, yes, I said it I said it, I said it cause I'm done Today I don't feel like being president I just wanna sit on my couch I'm gonna turn on Fox and Friends And eat a bowl of M&M's Cause today I don't feel like being president Not president Not president You're listening to Inside Out with Turner and Seth And this one's a different one This one's an experiment (laughs) Experiment Big thank you to the Von Hessler Doctrine And we have Tim Anders We'll learn more about him later But he is our jam band Trump And we will get down to some brass tacks with this one Folks, if you're listening, go ahead and put your judge off your mental. Get mental because it's going to be fun. And if you're delicate, go listen to Terrestrial Radio where it's delicate friendly. Wow, that's so great. (laughs) (laughs) If you like this, you'll also enjoy. (laughs) But it's very nice of WSB to allow us to play that what we did in the intro there. So WSBradio.com. Um, check out the Von Hessler Doctrine. You can listen yeah, to it on the app, know. on the website, on iTunes. Also, Tim's Radio Labyrinth culture and movies and, uh, you know, the Marvel world and all that kind of stuff. Tim has, has some podcasts uh, that he's on. We, we talk about that a little yeah. bit later. But speaking More of podcasts, you can only hear what we're about to do one place. Osiris. This podcast is in the loop. The Legion of Osiris Podcasts. Osiris connects people like you with podcasts, videos, and live experiences about artists and topics you love. Check out OsirisPod.com and sign up for the newsletter to stay in the loop about new podcasts and events. Yes, the Osiris Podcast Network. Seth, what, what, any, anything new going on with Osiris? Jam base. Well, yeah, that's new. We talked about that uh, just on our most recent episodes, and you, we want to thank Jam Base again for all the support. I tell you, I, I noticed a difference. Did you notice a difference on our numbers on the last episodes? Uh, the Chris one exploded. It exploded Went way past Jake. So any Humphreys fans, check out the Jake Sinegar one. Check out the Brendan Bayless two, and check out Andy with Joel. We've got all kinds of Humphreys content. Welcome, welcome. What, what episode did we just? What what number are we at now? Uh, we just knocked out 73, but we also have a bunch of other side things. Uh, yeah, we're, all, we're approaching 80, Rob. We're approaching a milestone, oh too. God. The 100, we're going to have to do something. Maybe we can do a live one for 100. Do you think we'll make it there before 2020? I think it'll be right around early 2020. You know, if we, right keep, uh, if we keep up how we're keeping up right now, sir. Hey, shout out to Amar. Omar! Amar, A-M-A-R, Sastry. Amar! 
Anatomy of a Jam, welcome. Good to have you aboard as well. As a yeah. matter of fact, I do believe he was uh, I do believe. part of my research for Scott and Robert. A really cool interview with Scott Murawski. I apologize if I'm mistaken, but he, Anatomy of a Jam, this is a sharp cat. Not just podcast, but also video. Just so proud to be a part of this. There's so many bright people. And OsirisPod.com, sign up for the newsletter because festival season's coming. There's going to be more video content, more all kinds of stuff coming up. Yeah, well, go ahead, Seth. What do you want to say? Nothing. I just was trying to get you to finish what you were saying. That's what this is. You know, yeah. this, hand, that was, this wasn't me trying to get attention. I, guess I had this wild idea that you had something you wanted to say, but you just wanted... I just to... wanted you to shut up. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, tell so, us about this episode. We were in the VIP area of City Winery. City Winery, Atlanta. It was supposed were... to be with Vince from Leftover, but he, he uh, flaked or something, whatever. Yeah, let's just say he left over. But um, we sat with Tim... So nice of him to do this. We, we almost hope- didn't do it. Let me preface it. You're, you're, you're like all statistics and stuff. Look, the bottom line is this. Rob had an idea a couple weeks ago, and I was like, ah, okay, maybe. Well, then <clears throat> Rob calls up, reaches out to Tim, who's an old friend, but like not really like, they weren't like beer drinking buddies. We have lunch like four or five times a year, but, and we, but we've known each other for 20 years. Exactly. And Tim was open to the idea. So Rob meets with him, and they go over the stuff, and they fine-tuned it, but it was a lot of this stuff was all like to kind of work with Vince and get the Vince Herman yeah. kind of thing. So, so the here, ethos Vince, changed. So here, if you, so I prepared here, for one thing, it turned into another. But we weren't even going to do it once. This, once Vince was out, then we were thinking about maybe getting Drew to do it. But then it doesn't, you know. So, so and that factored in the other thing. But the point being, in the future, I think this will be more of an improvisational thing and less prepared material. Now that we've worked together, the only reason I wanted to prepare is that we hadn't worked together. So you want to have something to fall back on. Well, it was good. And, and Tim is an incredible improvisational. Uh, not just he's not he's smart. He's not just a voice guy. Same with Autumn Fisher, who's also on that Von Hessler Doctrine which is a, a great show that they can get very serious about politics and then they can be really funny on a turn of a dime. It's wonderful. On the turner of a dime. Let's turn it over. Let's, uh, let's let, turn her over. Let's see what people think. Here's a, here's a little taste of, of, our, of our boy, Jam Robert. Robert. And it will take you to Rob. Jam and Drop. Very, very excited to introduce a man. Um, you know, this is very humbling to have a head of state. We have with us Jam Band Trump. Well, thank you for having me on your uh, puny, puny little podcast. It's nice. Uh, this building is nice. There's lots of casks. I don't drink, but uh, yeah. Anyway, let's get to it. 
Have you heard our show before? Never. Oh, really? Never. I thought you thought it was great, though. Well, you know, Baron likes it. Baron told me. Baron's into jam. He loves jam. Bands. What have you heard? Uh, what no, I listened to your show. I, I, uh, when I was coming back from uh, Vietnam, I uh, was dejected, of course, because I came and I couldn't reach a consensus. So I uh, just listened to your show, all the episodes. Oh, really? Yes. Thank you. What did you think? What do you think? Fantastic. Puny, but fantastic. And what do you think of jam band fans? Uh, dirty. Uh, but they're great, wonderful people, even though they like fake blues. They don't take a lot of baths, but uh, they do like fake blues. Excellent. And what about, um, uh, you know, it's so exciting to have you here. Can, can you give us any feedback on, on Seth and myself as, uh, as hosts? I think you're both great, even though your podcast isn't big enough for the Funyun to make fun of you. Ooh. <laughs> That's right, the Funyun hasn't made fun of us yet, Seth. That's humbling. Split open in meme. They don't even talk about you. <laughs> you enjoy my socks? Yes. I have fish socks. They, but they haven't talked about us either? No, never. Never. Gosh, even our own listeners don't really talk about us much on social media, do they, so? Fox News covers the Russian investigation more than your listeners respond on social media, believe me. Ouch. Ooh. Ouch. And the media does pay more attention to the famine in uh, Yemen than your listeners do to your social media Oh, my accounts. gosh. How many, how many followers do you have, Rob? Well, hold on. Uh, Are you talking about Rob himself or the, the, the actual podcast? Both. Uh, I mean, well, I, I don't even remember. What is it, like 10 to 1 podcast to Rob? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else, Jam Man Trump? Well, I think your podcasts are like five hours long. You know who has that kind of time? Who's that? Losers. Uh, Ouch. Oh, ah, this is not start, starting well. Rob, we always have to hear about your research. Well, why don't you research whether well, there's a good gym near you where you live? Oh, you don't live anywhere, do you? You're homeless. Oh, You know what we do with the homeless in Washington? What's, What's that? that? We send them to Baltimore. <laughs> I'm not homeless. I just dress like that. You just dress, Well, where do you live? I'm s- here, there, everywhere. See, basically. I'm, I'm subletting <laughs> and I'm looking for a place. He's looking at that couch pretty heavily right that now. That does wow. look like <laughs> that couch could probably get 500 a month in New York City. Although, Rob, if I'm right, though, you try to keep, he has a, he has a three cushion minimum. Oh, he's definitely a three cushion guy. This love seat won't handle him. By the way, I'd really like to build a wall between me and your pudgy smug face. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I can understand that and relate to that. Wow. This is Seth's, already Seth's favorite part. You know, they have these things called uh, subscription service razors. Yes. You know, you get one, and then you get another one, and then you get another one. I highly recommend it. Okay. Where I think I heard about them on the Greg Fitzsimmons show. So. Who's that? Fitzdog Radio. Oh, yeah. That's another good podcast. Yes. One of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> I hear you like to tell people when they can and can't talk at shows. Yes. And people should pay attention to respect. kind of fascist? Oh. Well... Uh, I don't, Are you? You would know, wouldn't you? I'm not a fascist. I oh, hate sure. fascism. I really, really don't like Benito Mussolini at all. Uh, Hitler, I don't like him either. Bad guys. Bad, bad, bad. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Listen, uh, let people do what they want. They're here to have fun, not to have some uh, dumb podcast host tell them what to do. I don't understand it. Very stupid. Ugh. Very weak. Wow. Very weak. Mm. He does know us. This guy over here having fun. He looks Seth. Weird. Seth is very happy. Seth, I, I did enjoy that. Enjoyed Any that. comments on Seth? People say I'm a Russian agent, but by the way you talk at shows, you seem like a muse-hating Russian agent. Oh. See, you talk so loud, even he doesn't like it. So they tell me, Seth, that uh, you're a rocktioneer. Well, I rocktion don't give a shit. Oh. 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 Please, please don't ask me to play Jamily Feud or Jamily Squares. 
I can demean myself all alone. Are you not on Twitter? That's right. <laughs> he, does, he does handle demeaning himself quite well. You all right over there? Yeah, yeah. I was just making sure. <laughs> you know, I've been married uh, three, four, five, I don't know, a lot. Yeah. Uh, one thing I would like to say, stop talking about your failed marriage on the podcast. People Ooh. tune in to hear about music, not a crappy Taylor Swift song. Can, oh. I, ta- can I talk about my, my successful divorce? Would love to hear about that. How'd you, did you get out of it without owing any money? That's not successful. Uh, then it's not a successful <laughs> divorce. I, I have the successful divorce. I had a divorce party. I don't owe anyone any money. And I don't even have to talk to my ex. So that's a successful divorce. Go I ahead. can get a penthouse or a Playboy model and pay her off. I'm thinking maybe Seth gets swank models. Ooh. 50, 60 bucks, right? Keeps him silent. <laughs> to the next rock. <laughs> Robert Kraft, ladies. <laughs> so leftover salmon, they were supposed to be here. Yeah, what happened oh, there? It was, it was supposed to be Vince Herman. Are you familiar with Vince Herman? Not at all. Wow. No, really. I'm just joshing you. Yeah, I love the guy. He's got a beard. Uh, thank you, <laughs> by the way, for confirming the time 20 minutes ago. I appreciate the notice. Not like I'm a busy guy or anything. No, no. It's not like you run a country. I anything. mean, well, I don't really do that. Uh, I flew all the way back from Vietnam, and I had a tea time down here in Atlanta. Yes. Tea? Like, I'm, I'm drinking tea. No, not that kind of tea. Oh. The kind of tea that uh, you put a ball on and a fat white guy swings a stick at. <laughs> I heard that half your fans have been stolen by uh, string cheese, the other by a bluegrass band called Fresh Locks. Right. Fresh Locks. Yes. Out of New York. Well, if you're in town, you see Fresh Locks leftover salmon, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Do you like locks? I mean, listen, you know what? I li- are you talking about on a woman? No, locks. No. L-O-X. Are we, do we have to explain to a Jewish Ish. guy? Yes. You're, you're hashtag me Jew. We have to explain what locks are to you? No, I, I understand locks. Easy uh, on the capers. I don't like capers, but I do like ca- locks. Capers, capers are, are whole- salty, but the belly, if you, like, if you like capers, don't do the capers. Get the locks, but get the belly. Oh, yeah. How about whitefish salad? Delicious. It depends. I it got depends. some from Zabar's once. I like Goldberg's whitefish salad. It's not bad, but Zabar's, huh? Yes. This I way. knew you I guys used to get date them. a Jewish girl over in Smyrna, and her dad ordered it. They ordered it for her dad. Oh, really? Yeah, it was wonderful. Bagels were delicious. Uh, I knew you guys were getting. You got to be careful, though. I, I always, I always ask. Uh, well, this is this is not funny, so I'll just stop there. Well, thanks for stepping over me to say what wasn't funny. This Go on. Thing's I'm going to say the New Yorkers won't like to hear this, but the best bagels, Brookline, Massachusetts. Go on. Jam man Trump. Uh, hold on. What's your opinion on that? You, you've traveled. You're a traveled man. What's I your opinion? Where's the best uh, bagels? Absolutely, New York. New York. Sorry, you know, mass holes. Oh, how shocking for for Jam man Trump to be cliche. Cliche. <laughs> Talk about it. Are you a Red Sox fan? Ah, uh, yes. Are you a Patriots fan? I'm a fan, fan of the team, not of the management. Are you a fan of the Patriots? Absolutely. Couldn't get more cliche than that, could you? That's, All yeah. right. The good news is the band is curiously well-known on the streets of Atlanta. The bad news is they refer to you, Vince, as Pescamal. Pescamal. <laughs> Whoa. Well, at least they know their name. Uh, Vince, <laughs> you should be careful who you let interview, but uh, this Turner guy... He's a twit, and he referred to your son as your sibling in his last interview. You know what, Seth? If we could stop for a minute. I did feel bad about that. That was embarrassing, and I never knew. I'm not good at apologizing. I never knew how to do it. And if there was only someone who was at this moment very well-oiled and apologizing that could help me. I just want to say. Oh, my gosh. That I'm sorry. It's Paul Manafort. How'd you do that? Wow. I'm not Paul Manafort. Uh, What's his name again? Yesterday, I spoke in front of Congress and apologized. Oh, you're talking about Cohen. Michael Cohen. How do you fuck it up, right? Because I've been focusing on other stuff. Oh, my God. You are... You you know what, though? Cohen's his sibling. Cohen, 
I want to apologize to my wife, to my children. I do not like Donald Trump anymore, and I don't think he should have made that statement. And I want to apologize for that. Okay? And Donald Trump um, said that he didn't like this podcast. Is that true? Who? Jam Band Trump. What? Said that he did not like our podcast. Is that, when? Is, is, your, experience, is when? your experience, is that true? When? Uh, Who? He said it earlier. No. Yeah, I think he did. No. And in the past, you said that he was I right. I will not lie for President Trump anymore. I'm my own man now. Rob, can you yield some time to me? And what about this podcast? Does, does, does Jam Man Trump actually like this podcast or not? No. Okay, go ahead. You yield the rest of your time to me? Yes, I'm yielding my time to the great Seth Weiner. Why, thank you. So, um, Cohen, is, is it true that you would have bagels with uh, Jam Man Trump? In the morning, sometimes he would send me out to get bagels for him, and I would bring them back to Trump Tower. And when I brought them back to Trump Tower... He would make me wait downstairs. Now, would the bagels be delivered to the 27th floor? Or is it this? What floor was it? I don't remember. Would you say there was, that there was an extra amount of cream cheese that was in the delivery? He liked schmear very much. Now, would he schmear it on a human or on the bagel itself? Sometimes he would ask me to go up to Harlem and get him a woman. And I would, and I'm sorry. I want to apologize for that to my family and to my children and to the American people. And no, I was a Republican in 2017 for about 10 minutes. Right. And now I'm a Democrat again. Okay. Well, we all all make changes in our life. Uh, Well, thank you, Cohen, for your, your, your testimony here today. You're welcome. Have you ever seen fish? No. All right. Can we get back? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You have a last name of Cohen? I know. And you didn't see fish? How is that possible? I find it hard. I'm thinking you might, you might be lying. I don't know why I would think that. All right, I'm sorry I was lying. I've seen fish. <laughs> In fact, Donald and I drove. We took I-80 across to George Washington to right. Jersey. Yes. To Route 15 in Pennsylvania. Drove right. north. Yes. Got on Route 14 in an RV. And we set up our tent last summer. At Curveball. Oh, wow. See, this now, this ends the rumor mill. You are under oath. I know you've lied before, but you cannot lie now. Is it true that Trump canceled Curveball? Yes, it's true. <sighs> this is breaking news. Trump canceled Curveball. I, you know, New York State tried, tried as, they, as much as they could to keep it open. You know, in fact, Trey Anastasio. Yes. He called Governor Cuomo. Right. And he said, look, Trump is, Trump is shutting us down. And I was, you know, torn because I wanted to see all three nights. You know, you get, what, five, six sets? Something like that, yeah. yeah. And I really, really wanted to go. And uh, Trump didn't like the rain, so we canceled it. It would mess up his hair. Now, Trump doesn't drink, but would he do any sort of recreationals at a fish show? He's really into Molly. Yeah? Right. Is that uh, the drug or the person? The drug. Okay. He loves Molly. Wow. He rolls like constantly, and um, and he also likes edibles. He oh, doesn't yeah. smoke, but he'll eat an edible. I can relate to that. You're so close to Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> when we were at SPAC in 2013, we did the three show run there. Yeah, and we of course had a sweet um, 
but we did get an awful lot of really good shrooms at that show. Excellent. That's good to know. I, I like Trump a little better. Then, Mike. I don't like that guy anymore. Oh, Jim and oh. Trump is back. Wow. How did that happen? How many, uh, how many times have your listeners hit the skip button so far? You know, go ahead 15 seconds to see if this is still going on. <laughs> well, it's possible, but, you know. You are being nice to a Trump-like character. I am, after all, Jam Band Trump. But speaking of fish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I have, for years, been waiting to hear Spock's braid, and they played Mexico. Uh, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mexico. Uh-huh. Please. I was so upset that after they played that, I really wish I could have built the wall then so they couldn't get back. I hear that. I hear that. I would like to see Spock's brain, too, and I don't really want to travel thousands of miles to do so. Another question I, ha- I have is why would you first repeat a song during the encore of the 13th show of a 13-night run? That's like intentionally walking someone in the ninth inning while you're throwing a perfect game. That's a good analogy. That, you just crystallized my thoughts about that. I only went to 12 of those shows. Oh, yeah? I we- didn't go to the last one. Because you knew that was coming? I was busy. Busy, busy. <laughs> Fish fans are so bitchy about new material, the band literally had to make up another band to try to work around it. They did. Oh, That's this true. Is true. This is true. That is true. Did you see the New Year's run? Did you go? No. no. I, I, I heard it. That Casovac show was lit. Is that how you say it? Uh, the band or lit? Casovac. <laughs> Something like lit. that. Lit. Boy, they were a great band, weren't they? They should do a full set, by the way, Fish, of tweezer reprises. Yeah. And then make fun of the fans who over-celebrate it. That could be fun. I would be one of those fans. Would you? Would yeah. you? Do, you? Do you throw a lot of glow stick? What do you think of Don Jr.? Loser. Really? Absolutely. Look at the beard. So Cohen was right, what he said in the testimony. Yeah, he wasn't lying. Wow. You know, you can't lie under oath unless you're Michael Cohen. That's the one thing you'll, you'll admit to is that your son is an idiot. He's a dope. You follow him on Twitter, right? Idiot. Wow. You're such a nice guy. I like Eric. Eric Trump. Wonderful kid. Anyway. Eric Von Hassler? No, Eric Trump. Oh. Does Eric Trump listen to jam bands? He loves jam bands. He did mention that in the pre before you. I remember that. So There's a picture of him uh, with Ivanka when they were younger, and they, there's a big uh, built-to-last poster on his bedroom wall. Really? Now, did they frequent more... The Almond Brothers Beacon Run or Fish at Madison Square Garden? Fish, absolutely. Fish. They're, they're not into the Almond Brothers. Are you into the Almond Brothers? Love them. Eat a peach, get out of here. Wait a minute. Is that what it's called? <laughs> we are in Georgia. Does uh, Susie Greenberg remind you of Ivanka at all? Yes, very much. Okay. Yes, cool. yes, yes. I, uh, Umphreys, we were talking about Umphreys. I am strongly considering taking action regarding the way, God bless you, they ignore the Americans with Disabilities Act by not having a wheelchair ramp to and from the keyboards. That's true. They're supposed to make access for elderly, right? Oh, you know, I went to see them in Atlanta on my way to Miralago, and they played all my favorite songs in the VIP set. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, were you not at the VIP? Why were you not? Oh, that's... I understand. Mm. Yeah, okay. Which porn star do I have to bribe so I can hear Ringo without paying for a VIP ticket? That's a good question. It's a very good question. I mean, I've paid a lot of them. <laughs> Apparently not the right ones. Maybe if I made a beer called Ringo and had them headline my festival, they would play it. There you go. Mm, that's, that's, that's the move. That's, that's, that's the move. Uh, promoters that's that are dark listening, move. feel free to take that off of uh, Jam Band Trump. And, and I'm sure if, they, if you do, he'll want a piece of it. So. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Whenever I see them, uh, I greet my favorite way. I grab them by the pony. Oh! Yeah, <laughs> that's the proper greeting. 
My explanation for not revealing my tax return is less vague than Brendan Bayliss's lyrics. It's pretty close. It's pretty close. Really weak. If they don't bust out nachos for two by the end of the year, I am going to declare a national emergency. I'm with okay. you 100%. And by the way... Did you say nachos? Nachos for two. It's yeah. the, is that a song? Yeah. It's one oh. I've been asking them to bust out for a while. So, okay. Sorry. I no keep up. I thought you were talking about food. It's kind of weird. That's all. I do like food. Do you ever have a nacho bowl at Trump Tower? Great. No, is it so no. good? I tried to once, and and you said to me, "Nacho bowl, nacho bowl, buddy." Do you like sour cream, Rob? Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, what the hell does Kevin do, and why is Vince always so fucking angry? I don't know. I don't know. Piece but you shit. do know these guys. I do. You know, they remind me a lot of Bob Weir. Oh, really? No, not at all. But speaking of Bob Weir, <laughs> uh, I met him in New York City. That's uh, right. You were MC for one of his concerts absolutely. about 12 years ago. Loved it. In fact, uh, I introduced him and sort of served as an MC for Rat Dog on that night. Yeah? What? what? Zach, you know what sucked is Wasserman wasn't there. Uh, uh, you know, oh. Rest in peace, right? Yes. Man. God bless Ron So do you, dead, right? the, uh, rat do-? Yes. Okay. do you feel that the Rat Dog fans are now Dark Star Orchestra fans and they just kind of carried over? I could see that there's some back and forth, but uh, you really can't top Rat Dog. Oh, you're a Rat oh, Dog fan. I love Rat Dog. I love him better than uh, Fake Dead. Oh, Ooh. wow. And, and I also like That's Rat just because you don't like mayors. Oh, I don't like mayors, no. Don't like John Mayer. I don't like any mayor. <laughs> That's true. That's a, that makes sense. That adds up. That checks out, Seth. Thank you. Uh, you know, I first met him at uh, the... Uh, you guys familiar with Bohemian Grove in California? Yes. Yeah, you know what that is. <laughs> Tell our listeners. Uh, Bob went there, and uh, he's he he. I met him there, and I was like, "Wow, Bob, we're for the Grateful Dead." Is here, what's, 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 you know? And he said, "Look, Trump calls me Trump." He said, uh, "You know, hey man, where am I going to meet cool people like you? And you know, sit around and rap about things that you don't normally rap about." So. We talked and we came up with a cool idea and, you know, Don let me uh, light the, uh, the, the owl and we burned it in effigy and danced around naked with our cocks out. It was wonderful. Wow. With Trump. Mm-hmm. Right, right. No right. kidding. So uh, just tell me if I'm right or wrong here. I'm just going to go on a mass assumption here. Yes. You got turned on to Bob Weir when he spat on you. When was the first time he spat on you? Let's see. The first time he spat on me, um, I was, let's see. God, it could have been. When was it? Oh, 1989, 4th of July, Rich Stadium. Oh, Edie Brickell opened. No. Well, that's a big 10,000 Maniacs? Hold 10, on a second. Maniacs. Hold on. I got to listen, Trump. I'm not, not that you're one to lie. No. Well, how never. did you get spat on? I mean, you, for the man you, at a stadium, how far? What, what's, were, were you on the second level? I mean, well, what, no, I, no, no. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Don't, don't start doing like one of those uh, 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 Jerry Seinfeld things. Back and to the left. I love Seinfeld. <laughs> he knows every episode. The, uh, the, Jam so, so, so it was, it's the summer of 1989. Okay, 4th of July, great show. Uh, I really dosed too early. And Natalie Merchant came out dressed as a puppet. The first song they sang was You Happy Puppet. Oh. And I'm down in the front row, you know, doing the twirl. And I look up and I'm like, oh, my God, a giant monster. <laughs> I wigged out. Wigged, 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 wigged. And I went and got a beer. You I know, I had, to, I had to bring it down a little bit. Took a vitamin B, and uh, <laughs> they were done. They they finished with all their stupid songs. Uh, they're from Jamestown. Like, okay, oh, you're the dead. You know, they made fun of the hippies. She said, "Hey, you stupid hippies." I heard her say it. Well, that's what I just said. A leftover sound. But I did like looking up at her because her breasts are huge. Another thing. Oh, uh, Jam Man Trump. So during the downtime while they're getting set up. 
I uh, had another beer, and uh, I figured, okay, they're going to come out. They're going to rock this show. It's the 4th of July. I'm going to hear U.S. Blues. I did some liquid, and uh, I came out, and I was dancing. Dance took my shirt off. I was looking at Bob, waving at Bob. Oh, that had to be pretty. It was beautiful. Back when he was young, and he had the... No, I meant you with the shirt on. Oh, it was it was glorious. Oh, he always wore khaki shirts. Well, and just remember though, Rob. Now his shirt's off and his wig is out as well. Yeah, now yeah. my hair. Oh boy, nineteen eighty nine. Yes, uh, Marla was Maples. That's who. That was my wife then. Yes, Marla Maples went up to uh, to get uh, you know another drink for us and everything. And I started smiling at Bob, and I tried to distract him or whatever. And I think I, I messed him up, and he spit on me. Ah, uh, so it's, it was a. It was a loogie. Ooh. And you, you probably messed him up, and he, he messed up a lyric, and then the crowd cheered, right? Crowd cheered. Oh, they love that. Jerry forgot the lyrics to a couple oh, songs. Even better. Uh, uh, well, anyway, I knew Bob when he could afford closed-toed shoes. What the hell happened to that guy? I don't know. Always with the, like, slippers or whatever, Birkenstock. <laughs> well, you know, now I know where you get your style from. <laughs> I at least have closed-toed shoes, yeah, but as homeless as I may be. He... Yeah, Bob, no, but Bobby does kind of look homeless at times. When He, he sometimes looks like Saddam Hussein also. He's my beard. My God. He's my fashion guide. Only a river gonna make things right. That's true. And I'm going, Gonesville. I was born inside my a fashion, My fashion taste is gone. Gonesville. By the way, you have John Mayer in a Grateful Dead themed band and you don't play Lazy Lightning. That's... That is weird. What's so scary about Lazy Lightning? I don't know. I don't get that. You'd think they'd rip it up with John Mayer. And another thing they don't play is Your Body is a Wonderland. I'd love to hear that, but no. With like a 20-minute jam in it? Exactly. Speaking of long jams that go nowhere, God bless you, Phil Lesh, for still being with us. Oh, Phil Lesh. Jill Lesh, I love. She is a big part of why he is alive. Uh, Very creative cook, wonderfully supportive wife. But Phil needs to rehearse more, and Jill needs to never again write a set list. Mm, (laughs) I think I'm on board with those. I thought I was going to love the donor rap. I heard one, and he wasn't rapping at all. He was just asking for money. I thought he was going to rap. Yeah. He doesn't rap at all. Like, give me some money. My name is Phil Lesh. Yo, 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 represent. Give me some money. My kidneys are a mess. So I always interpreted that he was going to do some jokes because he was, like, going to do a kidney. Right, but no. It was a kidney. Did I say liver? You said kidney. Okay, good. You said kidney, but it was a liver, wasn't it? Was it? I don't know. It's not Paul Manafort either. It's a liver transplant, wasn't it? Was it it a liver or a kidney? Was it a kidney? No, it's a kidney donor. I I thought it was kidney, yeah. Listen, hold on. You definitely, Rob Turner saw enough shows that you definitely pay attention, and it was a kidney. You know, I don't keep up with the medical stuff, you know? And nobody from the dead has been on the show, so I haven't really studied them much in a while. You know, I studied the artists that come on the show. Although that could be changing soon. Go ahead. You know, last time I saw Dylan, he did an entire half hour how he needs a new larynx. At least deadheads finally stopped chanting for Phil to sing. What kind of idiots repeatedly chant stupid crap? That's true. What kind of idiots do repeatedly chant stupid crap? Which brings me to... uh, Brings you to what? String cheese. Yeah, string cheese incident. Do you like Borden's? My favorite. That's good string cheese. (laughs) Look, I saw them once, but the butterfly wings and hula hoops sent me running for the hills. (laughs) They they are a great bluegrass band, but they tend to force the eclectic. Stay in your lane, you ski bums. (laughs) Yes. Wow. I can't believe I'm agreeing with Jam Band Trump all of a sudden. Well, you might not now because I'm going to talk about Government Mule. Oh, no. I love Government Mule. Oh, wait a second. We're going to easy. Jam Band Trump's going to talk about the government? Mule. Government Mule. It's the Whoa. deep state of jam bands. <laughs> they are the deep state of jam band music. I went all to right, see them, and it. all they did was covers. Why don't you play your own damn originals more? That's true. I love their own songs. They should, they should play them more. I like their covers. Their covers are great. I saw them do Prince. A lot of Prince tunes. Really? Yes. 
Man, Back I, at the old masquerade in the park. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Was an, oh, yeah. Ah. Dave Danheiser and I were smoking a joint out back. Oh, really? No, not really. <laughs> uh, I can't tell if there are more drunks in the crowd or on the crew. It's a good night. Yeah. Hey, Warren Haynes, congratulations for cutting back to 300 shows a year. That's got to be a relief. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, I, I hear he, he and his, uh, his wife, Steph, and Jill uh, hang out. Is that true? Probably. Do they? Do they hang out? Do they know Melania? Do they do? Do they know Melania? Who doesn't know Melania? Melania is the biggest... Look, that's where I met her at a... Uh, well, I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you mailed for her. I, I met Melania at a Seven Walkers show. Oh, with Papa Molly and Bill Kreutzmann? Absolutely. I'm just going to go on an edge here again. You were drinking Johnny Walker? Yes. Guzzling. Guzzling. Wait, I thought you don't drink, though. I don't. Wait, who's the lion? You did that though? night. Huh? Uh, look. Let's talk about Mo. Oh, cool. I and love not Mo. Larry and Curly, but Mo. Really good people and great band. <laughs> uh, I, I see Mo's touring with G-Love and Blues Traveler. Yeah, what's that about? We're Shalo. Shleho. Shle- whatever. Shleho. Love Shleho. Shleho and Ulu unavailable. Oh, those. Well, Mo, Shleho, guys. Ulu, I'm on the road with that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I would go to like 20 of those. And throw a little slip in the mix. And then I'd be, I'd be check out of life. Be, hold on, though. Before you go on, and maybe you already are planning to talk about it, but how are you feeling about Al's... Um, Al of Mo? Yeah, and, and their set list that he created that was a tribute to you. That's true. They wrote a set list that said, Trump is a lying ass. If you took each letter, it said, Trump is a lying, and then they ended with a, with a song that had ass. Well, Do you have anything, any comment on that? I don't like it, and uh, maybe they don't know how big of a, a, a supporter of this, this genre of music I am. Mm. Uh, but Mo, they're canceled. <laughs> they're canceled. They are canceled, and literally, I can cancel them. You're gonna uh, shut down their government? Uh, I'm gonna shut down. We're not talking about government mule anymore. We're oh right, about we're Mo. on to Mo. Sorry. Pay attention, druggie. <laughs> this isn't exactly the best cultural landscape for meat teases. Be that, careful out there, boys. That's true. Ooh, they might want to. Yeah. They might want to chill on the meat teases. Yeah. Your bassist Rob survived cancer and gave everybody hope that our country can survive the cancer of me. Oh. Ooh. Thank you, Rob. That, we need uh, that hope right now. That is, uh, that is, we, you know what? We do need hope again. Yes, and it's coming from Rob Derhock. Did you? How much coffee have you had today, buddy? <laughs> Decaf. Look into it. <laughs> By the way, I went to see Widespread Panic, and I was hit with a lighter and had water thrown at me. I felt like I had visited California. Oh, you got a chili water. That's pretty awesome. That's awful. It sucks. And you felt like you were... Huh? Just, get the end of the line out there. I did. Somebody stepped on it. I said, I felt like I had visited California. Yes. I have this recording of them from Memphis, but there's talking all over. Why can't people just shut up and listen and have me have a nice recording to hear? I don't understand it. Very stupid. Wait, but didn't you? What? Didn't I what? Shut up. What about some widespread Pilates? What am I missing? Uh, and now, when we ask you about J-Rad, I want to make it clear that we're not talking about the producer of the Von Hessler doc. I never Hessler heard of J-Rad. So J- J-Rad is a, a is band J-Rad or Rod? that does high-energy Grateful Dead uh, music for, for, for younger folk. Oh, okay. Well, but you, hold on, though. Hold on. You say that, but again, when you go to their shows, it's mostly a 30-something crowd. So it's not just for younger folk, actually. <laughs> That's younger than me. It's two decades younger than me. Go on. Well, J-Rad would be amazing if they played their own songs. Mm. And who's playing bass for them this week? Do you know? I have no oh, idea. Well, that's a good question. No idea. I'm only kidding. Brooklyn Bull, Scarlet Fire, baby. Brooklyn Bull, Scarlet Fire. Really, yeah. If you're even a casual fan of J-Rad, you should check that out. It is sick. Here's another band I've never listened to. Disco Biscuits. Never listened to the Disco Biscuits? Jam band Why Trump? don't they want to go on the road? 
They're becoming like a money gig boutique band. Oh, whoa. These are things that Baron tells me. Rent a hot air balloon if you have to. Just do a tour already, okay? The band confuses me greatly. <coughs> yeah, sir. And they give you coughs. Kim Jong-un had a cold. <clears throat> it's the only thing I got out of him. Maybe if they played more shows, they wouldn't have to borrow money for equipment. Oh. <laughs> what did you and Kim talk about? Is well, Kim a music fan? But yeah, he loves music. Yeah? Yes. I understand, though. Is it true that... Uh, he he loves music, but he's a big Spafford fan. But he's not a big Disco Biscuit fan. Not at all. Or an Umphreys fan. Not a, he hates Umphreys. Or a Fish fan. He says Imps Umps doesn't have any soul. Soul. Oh, that is harsh. <laughs> but uh, he's doesn't not. A, he, he doesn't like anything. He, the only thing he likes by Fish is the white tape. Mm. Mm, makes sense. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Early, early, early. I would guess that's your favorite. Mine? Yeah. Nah, my favorite Fish record is uh, Ghost. The story of the no, ghost. Actually, Big Boat. Oh, you like Big Boat? Big Boat. I really. like Big Boat. Really? Like big We're boat? on a big boat. But you cannot lie. I cannot I like, lie. I like big boats, but I cannot lie. I like big boats, and I cannot lie. I... Well, I'm just confused, though. I mean, a man of your demeanor. Yes. I, I would assume the white tape would be where it's at. The white, the white tape album. is where it's at. Is it the white album or the white, white album. tape? No, the well, well, the white album just p- white was the anything. cover. White anything any, white oh, is where oh, I'm going. Oh, I get where you're right. going. I'm the, the white supremacist. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I like the White Album, but look, let's be honest, there's a lot they could have left out. Uh, yeah. Glass Onion, please. Mm-hmm. You know we're talking about the Beatles now. Yes, yes, yes I understand. Which, by the way, if you ever order the white fish, don't get the Glass Onion with it. No. It's really bad for no, your mouth. No, it's not good. <laughs> Ow. All right. Look, who are we talking about? Disco Biscuits? Yeah. Their bassist can directly help make American history, but he can't find a way to sing melodically. That Ooh. is a bit of a paradox. Bob Dylan, speaking of people who can't sing melodically. Bob Dylan. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Why don't you do a webcast? You and your band are on fire. Stop keeping it a secret from people who don't want to spend 200 bucks. That's true. Do a webcast, charge 30, 40 bucks. People can take it in. So, in other words, what you're trying to say is do one show. Everyone buys it. He doesn't have to go on tour. Right. You can stay home, watch TV, do guest appearances on Pawn Stars. Maybe he's waiting for the virtual reality. Did you see him on Pawn Stars? No. Yeah, Chumley went up to him with a copy of a record, and he got him to sign it. He just ran into him in the middle of Las Vegas. It was totally spontaneous. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see him have whiskey with Jimmy Fallon? No, but I saw who? Chumley or Bob Dylan? Dylan. Because uh, I follow Chumley more than I follow Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. No, I saw Bob around. Dylan uh, back in 89 with uh, G.E. Smith. Oh, I love G.E. Uh, Smith. Yeah. Great guitar player. G.E. Smith. Yeah, but can it with the mugging, buddy. This <laughs> isn't Hall and Oates. It's Dylan. Oh. I'm a man-eater. Great dude. Finally, finally, we get to Van Morrison. Van, you are one of the greatest songwriters and performers in the history of rock. Cheer the fuck up. Yeah, he does seem cranky. He once, I was told, threatened to cancel the show in Alpharetta because of the traffic on 400 here in Georgia. And what yeah. happened to Brian Kennedy? Who am I to hate, right? I hate Brian Kennedy. Relics Magazine, okay. I hear their music conference is coming up. I hope I can watch it on YouTube because that is the best thing for naps since Pat Summerall stopped calling golf tournaments. That's a good point. Oh, Very yeah. good point, folks. Folks, our guest is Tim Andrews. He has been... Uh, 
a fixture on Atlanta radio in various capacities for over two decades, most uh, well-known initially for being part of the Regular Guys program, which was Larry Wax and Eric Von Hessler. And one of the best talk show radios uh, that you would catch at drive time mornings and the whole deal. It was one of, one of my favorite things to listen to when I was driving. Yes, and there was a brief period when uh, Stern was struggling terrestrial and the Regular Guys were better and more consistent, and at its best was a wonderful show. Uh, it has gone away, and now Tim is working with Eric Von Hessler on WSB Radio. Big, big AM-FM talk station. It's a big station. stick, let me tell you. <laughs> it's the Von Hessler Doctrine. It's a brilliant show. It's hosted by, seriously, my favorite Atlanta personality since I moved down here, Eric Von Hessler. Um, it's a program <clears throat> hosted by well-informed, talented, and hilarious well, most, most people are. Most of them Jared. Are. Jared's funny in his own way. Jared's a very good producer. He's not a comedy guy. But, but uh, these people are not at all encumbered by a need to demonstrate allegiance to either party. And I find this very refreshing, and I find the show very entertaining, and it's meant to challenge your opinions, not reinforce them. This is something I find refreshing. Let me give you an example. Eric Von Hessler makes a, a, a point of pointing out that it's not a mission-oriented show, except when there's charities. Like we, they, do, they do step up. During a lot of these yeah, natural disasters. Clark's Christmas Kids, and, uh, and every year we work with CHOA, Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. But and, uh, not to get into the, the – we had some w- political weirdness in Atlanta this week. People came to Eric expecting him to take a side or whatever, and that is not his way. Right, he doesn't take sides. This I is, take sides, but I only do that on Twitter. But uh, the Von Hester Doctrine is a show with a host who will tell you how, how he votes – but he's not going to give a, van, a damn about how you vote. He's not trying to influence your opinion. He's right. just trying to explore it all. And I he find wants that to make you, uh, he wants to talk about what he's thinking, and he wants to make you laugh and enjoy the show. No matter what your issue or set of issues is, it is never more important than the Constitution. That is a Von Hesslerism, that correct? That is a Von Hesslerism. And where can uh, folks listen, Rob? Because not everyone lives in Atlanta. Yeah, it's wsbradio.com. It's on iTunes, Von Hessler Doctrine. Yes, or you can listen live on the or anytime on demand uh, if you download the WSB Radio app. Now, that um, we mentioned Jared uh, Yamamoto. We mentioned Eric Von Hessler. We have to mention Anna Fisher, who is an intern on The Regular Guys. And much like Tim, this, this is what... Seth, I've been listening to radio a long time. Uh, yes, you have. Oftentimes, usually, the people who do voices have stuff written for them. They're not also extemporaneous thinkers. What is great about Tim here and Autumn Fisher is that they are absolutely brilliant, absolute stunning range of cultural awareness, and a nimble-mindedness to bring it to the surface very quickly, and they never step on each other's toes. You have two, if you, in most cases, you have two vocal impersonators doing that, they're going to step all over each other. These guys have such chemistry. It is such an amazing radio show. I'm so grateful that you've taken the time to do this. And also, the Radio Labyrinth is, oh, yeah, my podcast. is your podcast. With Jeff Lieboff uh, and uh, Autumn Fisher. She's also on it. And sometimes we have two other people who, who alternate in and out. We have Ira Malkin and Stephanie Swain. And I want to point out that Larry, W-A-C-H, he's not really doing anything. He's going to make a comeback. There's some plans. But the, at season four, episode five of Radio Labyrinth is with Larry, W-A-C-H. Yes, yes. And it was a great episode. I loved having Larry on. We had a lot of fun. We did some of our old bits that we did together on TRG. And there's talk of a regular guy's podcast. Um, hopefully that'll come together. But uh, Classic bits. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I mean, you it's know. Like, uh, it's like... It's funny, man. <clears> They'd <throat> be like uh, nostalgic, kind of like uh, when you guys were on and I was listening to the Phil Hendry, uh, Phil Hendricks, uh, like tapes. You know what I mean? Oh, I have tons and tons and tons of old Phil Hendry bits. So I good. love him. Who's your favorite character? Uh, uh, or at least one or two that you really like. I, I always like the, um, 
I always liked the uh, old woman. Which oh, uh, there's he does two. So which old woman? The gosh, it's been so long. Bobby Dooley. Bobby Dooley's the one that lives at Western Estates with her husband Steve. That's it. And then there's the the lady who works in Hollywood. No, no, Margaret no. Gray. No, it was the other one. Bobby Dooley. Yeah, that one. And oh, anyway, go ahead. I just want to point out that the Phil Henry show was a reaction comedy show. Phil Henry would do the voices. He would be the host. Right. He would do the voices of pretend guests. They would say outrageous things. People would call in and freak out. Oh, and it would be hilarious reaction comedy, you know, because it kind of. It explained. was. That it was, was the comedy yeah. of the show because he was on late at night and it was syndicated around the country. So picture who's listening to the, anyone not in on the joke that's listening to the radio that late at night. They're going to call. Oh, and they would call in, man. Yeah. Oh. I like Chris Norton. Oh, geez. Well, yeah, that was... Uh... I have the largest collection of porn on the West Coast. And, uh, I'm sassy, and we go to the... we go to the What's the name of that bar? I gave her an Easter egg that I got at the... Uh, what's the name of that bar they go to? I don't remember. The Russie Pelican. Rus- All right. The Russie. Because you couldn't say his T's. Russie right. Pelican. <laughs> he mentioned that he has cassettes, you know... How I do my purge and give all my yeah. music and, and talk to Is that what that bag is back there? Yes. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah. some, I give him a lot of Stern, a lot of, uh, a lot of varied radio, and then your own show, Regular yes. Guys, and then interesting Daily Show, Old Daily Show, all kinds of stuff that I have and then I watch and give away. One last thing to plug. One you last did, thing. You did a, um, last Saturday, you, you did a podcast. Who were you working with last, oh, last Sunday? Um, Sunday, sorry. Yeah, that, it won't be out for a while. Uh, f- uh, a friend of mine and a couple friends of mine, Walt and uh, and uh, Alan Sanders, do a podcast called The Wilder Ride, which is an extremely deep dive, a minute-by-minute deep dive into Gene Wilder films. Oh, cool. Last season they did uh, uh, Young Frankenstein. This season they're doing Blazing Saddles. So uh, picture out how far into the movie the fart scene is, and that's where that's where my buddy Jeff and I are. Huh. I love creative podcasts. But it is a very good podcast. I mean, sometimes the episodes can be an hour long. Sometimes they're 15 minutes. But Sometimes they're longer than the movie itself. Right. <laughs> but they explore it minute by minute. An hour long podcast? That seems a bit long. Oh, I don't know. How long is yours? Well, it depends. <laughs> two, two and a half. This guy, you get him talking, and then you add in music. The sweet spot to me is, is about an hour and a half max, yeah. when that's including interview Intro, outro, and music. I like 90 minutes tops. But Rob is like, let's The sweet spot to me is making a statement and not being encumbered by any arbitrary restraints. I like that. Because if you encumber yourself, then you're you're not maximizing the beauty of the... You might as well be in terrestrial radio. Yeah. Well, yeah, but at the same time, I think that the listeners, and I don't care, you you know, Rob's like, they're the fanatics, sure, but the majority of listeners, if you want your numbers to get up, you can't go over 90 minutes because they're going to move on and they're going to listen to other stuff. They're not going to sit back and keep going back and diving into this, especially when they're listening to 12 other podcasts. And most now podcasts are so popular that there are consultants and they tell you that 30 minutes is too much. And I agree to, to, to that extent, but depending not for our the, podcast. No, but, but depending what, on like the Like you're show. not going to do a, an analysis in 30 – well, you might, but right, typically but it, you're not. Yeah. I th- but we can definitely uh, – Well, you want to talk about length. Yesterday, Joe Rogan talked to Alex Jones for four hours straight live. Oh, so that's like that's that. an interesting – yeah, that's not that's not every day though. No, but Rogan sometimes will go three hours with his guests, and you really have to be interested to to stay with it. But right, well, I'm going to take in, inspiration from this content from this uh, conversation and end this right now. So sounds like a plan. Thanks for, right. for having me, guys. Thank you. you. Uh, you're welcome back anytime.